Hey everyone, um, this is Anuj. I'm product manager on um, Amazon Augmented AI, which is the service we will be discussing today. And I have the pleasure um, of having the company of Mike, who is an engineering manager on my team. And we are honored to have Vidmob uh, over here as well. Jolene and Joe from the Vidmob team will be presenting their use case uh, after we introduce A2I overall. So getting into the bit of the agenda, we will be covering uh, what is the current state of machine learning. Um, what are the different human plus uh, AI use cases? We will be talking about A2I, uh, Amazon Augmented AI, which is a new service we launched today. Uh, we will be having uh, Vidmob share their use case. And towards the end, approximately, we will keep uh, 10 to 15 minutes for Q&A. So let's talk about the current state a bit. Uh, machine learning is a set of computer tools and capabilities which can learn by example. Uh, so for example, if you feed a computer algorithm, a thousand images of what is a dog and what is a cat, it can then start to learn on its own uh, how does a dog look versus a cat look. And then you can use this model to show it a new image on which it can make a prediction whether the new image that you're showing to it is a dog or a cat. And customers are currently infusing machine learning into a variety of applications. Uh, and rightfully so, like machine learning is handling a lot of use cases with really high speed and low costs. But inherently machine learning models are probabilistic. And what I mean by that is like machine learning model does not give you a very yes or a no answer. It gives you a confidence level. It is going to tell you that there's a 50% uh, probability or the model is 50% confident that a dog is present in this photo or it's 80% confident that the dog is present in this photo. And for the low confidence machine learning um, scenarios or those results, customers still need a human review overall. But in current system, in today's world, customers are forced to choose between the machine learning only uh, solutions or human only solutions. Uh, both have their pros, machine learning is really highly scalable, low costs, and human systems really provide you, or human only workflows, provide a lot of intuitive human judgment, which is very difficult to model in machine learning um, algorithms. Customers actually do need uh, machine learning and humans working together. And there are a lot of use cases that we have seen uh, customers telling us that they want humans and machine learning using together for, uh, which range from image moderation, document data extraction, um, fraud analysis, advertising analysis, monitoring their models, text classification, and many, many more. Touching upon a bit of these use cases, like uh, some of the use cases like we have heard is the first one is media analysis, where customers want to let machine learning really understand like what are the objects present in this video or um, what are the different attributes of this video, but what is the key message or what is the emotional message of this video for that customers are looking for a human judgment. And we are happy to have Vidmob over here talk more in detail about that particular use case of the media analysis. Similar thing in the document processing. Customers have told us that um, they want data to be extracted or some data to be extracted from the machine learning uh, model and workflows 
with a very, very high accuracy. So things like supplier number, whenever you are making a payment, even a single digit uh, wrong in the supplier number can make an incorrect payment to a different entity overall. And same is the thing with social security number when you are really trying to extract highly accurate data from um, your forms or your documents. Same thing with the image moderation. Customers uh, use machine learning and humans to keep their audience safe, to keep their platforms safe for their users. And specifically, there are customers have told us like there are nuanced guidelines for each different geography, each region, and they want the human judgment to be applicable on identifying um, the safe versus unsafe content as well. This is a really interesting one. Like, uh, Customers are also telling us that they want to use humans to kind of monitor their models. Um, it's really difficult to build trust on machine learning for some of the customers. And they want um, a human to randomly evaluate 10% or 20% of their ML inferences to really see how their ML model is performing and capture any deviations that might be happening over time. Now. We already saw like there are a lot of use cases where machine learning and humans are really impactful and useful to our customers. But customers like uh, over and over have told us that building a workflow that combines machine learning and humans is really hard. And there are multiple reasons for that. First of all, you need different type of skill sets to even build this kind of a system. You need machine learning scientists, you need engineering teams to build the software, and you need operations people, and you need to manage a large number of reviewers. Assuming you go out and get all this talent, even then, you need to write custom software to manage the review tasks, uh, which is time consuming for customers, and then they have to maintain these systems um, over a long period of time. Even if customers do all this, they're telling us that, it's difficult to achieve the high accuracy of human reviews. So introducing A2I. Um, Amazon Augmented AI is a new service from AWS, uh, which is going to make our customers really easily implement um, human review of machine learning predictions. Um, A2I brings human reviews to essentially every developer. And it takes away the undifferentiated heavy lifting that customers have to do uh, to build these ML plus human workflows. And customers can just get started on A2I with just a few clicks overall. Let's see what are the kind of benefits uh, customers can get with A2I. Uh, the first one, as I kind of mentioned a bit, uh, customers can really easily implement uh, the human review in their machine learning workflows. Now, this really helps customers, uh, A2I also helps customers to reduce the time to market because A2I provides you a lot of pre-built workflows. It has direct integrations with services um, like Amazon Recognition, Amazon Text Tract for multiple use cases. And it also provides you over 60 different templated UIs. On top of that, customers are willing to take their models to production much quickly, knowing that there's a human backstop for the low confidence results. So they can put their models in the production really fast. Now, 
A2I not only provides you the workflow and the software to do things, it also provides you multiple workforce options. And you will have like different um, workforce types to choose from when you use the human review aspect. We will cover that in a bit more detail. Uh, customers have told us that they want different levels of abstraction when they want to include human review in their applications. So with A2I, you will be able to include human review in any uh, custom model that you might have already built. If you're using AWS services like Amazon Recognition or Amazon Textract, you can use the pre-built integration that um, A2I has with those services. And A2I also has pre-built algorithms to increase the accuracy. These are the answer consolidation algorithms um, that A2I provides to consolidate answers of multiple reviewers uh, to increase the accuracy of the overall answer that you are getting back as a customer. Let's talk a bit about the workforce options uh, over here. So the first set of, op or the first option is Amazon Mechanical Turk. It's an on-demand 24-7 workforce of over 500,000 independent contractors all over the world. And this is powered by Amazon Mechanical Turk service. The second option you have is like if you have really sensitive data or you already have internal um, employees or internal team members who are doing human reviews, you can onboard them on A2I as well. So you can um, use your own employees or contractors to do these human review tasks. The third option you will have with A2I is to use um, vendors. These are the vendors directly listed on AWS Marketplace that specialize in human review tasks. So you don't have to go and source out um, and have a contract with these vendors. These are directly integrated with AWS Marketplace. Uh, Marketplace so you can just uh, use their services with a click, click, click action. Now, we have had uh, like really good opportunity and honorable to have like some private beta customers um, during the private beta program. Uh, one such customer we worked with uh, was Ripcord. Ripcord is a robotics uh, digitization company uh, and they want to make the word a paperless word and essentially they ingest a vast amount of paper and then they extract data out of those documents, extraction of fields, extraction of a bunch of data. And with A2I, they have been able to, uh, in combination with Amazon Textract, they have been able to use the customizable UIs of A2I to really reduce the initial setup time that they had for any project that they were taking on. We also had the pleasure of working with T-Mobile. Uh, T-Mobile is uh, one of the largest carriers in uh, United States, uh, and they serve um, over 84 million customers overall. And they have been using machine learning to really improve the customer experience of their end users. So whenever the customer is live talking to a T-Mobile customer care agent, they want to make sure that their agents have the right information at the right time in the best possible manner to assist their end users or end customers. And they have been using A2I to randomly audit their models to improve the results and the accuracy of the models over time. And um, the last uh, thing over here that Heather says really captures the sentiment, like trust is a really hard thing to build when it comes to machine learning models. 
And with Amazon A2i, T-Mobile will be able to make sure that their models are making the fewest mistakes possible. Uh, we had the fortunate opportunity of working with Vidmob as well. Um, we will be covering that use case in the second half of the presentation. Um, another customer we worked with is National Health Services, uh, Business Services Authority. This is a part of the UK's National Health Service overall organization. And as a part of uh, their overall workflow, they process millions and millions of documents per month on uh, these are the paper prescriptions based on which they make payments to different pharmacies. And they process over 54 million documents per month. And given the nature of the business and the, given the nature of uh, the overall industry, they really want to use the human judgment. And human judgment is in fact critical um, and often required for decisions involving medical payments. And with A2I, they will really be able to take advantage of a machine learning service, including Amazon Textract, uh, to make sure they can use ML plus human in their workflows. And A2I is really a game changer for them. Let's uh, see at a high level like how Amazon A2I works. So the first thing is your client application or you through some mechanism sends the input data to your machine learning model or any of the AWS AI services. Once the data is sent to the machine learning model, two things could happen. It could either be a high confidence prediction, in which scenario you can directly um, give the result back to your client application. And if it's a low confidence result where your machine learning model was not really confident, A2I can automatically kick off a human workflow for you. So the low confidence predictions can be sent for human review. Uh, A2I will automatically collect the answers back for you. It is going to consolidate the answers and store the results back in your S3 bucket, which you can then use in your client application. Um, I would like to request Mike to walk us through in more detail around how you can use A2I in your workflows. Thanks, Anuj. Uh, so we're going to walk through how to actually use uh, A2I. So the first thing you want to do if using a Amazon A2I is you want to set up a human review workflow. So the human review workflow, you specify what triggers uh, whether a human reviews the document or the image. And then secondly, who should review it. And then third, what they should be doing when they're reviewing the model endpoints. Uh, the next step is you then pass that workflow into one of the uh, supported Amazon uh, AI services. So we support Amazon Textract, which is a text extraction service, and then Amazon Recognition, which is our image recognition service. And then you'll know in real time, as Anu said, whether we need a human to review that document or not. And then finally, uh, you can actually integrate this directly with your own custom models by calling our APIs directly. So let's talk about how customers can use Amazon Textract with A2I. So the first thing you want to do is you want to define the conditions by which it'll be sent to a human. And so there are a couple of different ways you can decide to do that. The first option is via a confidence score, where if the confidence of any label inside of your document is below a certain threshold, it'll be routed to a human for review. The second is you can define what we call important keys. So if there are certain fields that are either missing or low confidence in your document, those will get routed to humans for review. And then finally, you can also have a random sample where a percentage of your documents will be routed to humans for review. So I'm going to give a quick demo of kind of how this works. And 
total demo for Paul, and I did not leave my computer unlocked. Uh, so inside of the uh, SageMaker console, we're going to jump into the augmented AI side, which was just added today, and we're going to be creating a human review workflow. So the first step is I'm going to create a human review workflow. I need to give it a unique name, so I'm going to call this, let's call it TextRack3. Uh, I need an S3 bucket for where all the output's going to go out, and so I created one earlier. And then finally, I need an IAM role for A to I to assume. Uh, I have created that earlier. I'm going to copy this over here and paste it in here. And then next, so this is where you get to choose whether you want to use Textract, Recognition, or a custom uh, scenario. So I'm going to select Textract here. And so we're going to be extracting the key value pairs out of Textract, the document. And then next, as I said before, you get to decide what the conditions are to trigger this. Um, so in this case, I'm just going to trigger this to find all uh, key value pairs that are under 100% threshold, confidence threshold. So we can just show what everything that TextRect has found. Uh, next, I'm going to use the default template. Um, and I'll show you what that looks like in a sec second so you can just see. Uh, I have to give it a unique name. I have to tell the reviewers what they're doing, so review the documents. And then there's a set of instructions. I'll show you this in a second. Um, in the actual worker interface. And then next, I'm going to select the private workforce. Uh, I created a workforce earlier today so that um, we could, for this demo, and then select that private team, and then create. Cool. And so that's creating the uh, uh, workflow ARN right there. Um, I'm going to go to Jupyter, and I'll show you kind of like how we ended up uh, actually doing this. So the first step, uh, we have to install the latest um, SDK for um, uh, Botto because it hasn't shipped as part of the notebook yet since a lot of this was announced today. But hopefully by the time you run this, this will automatically all be there. And so I'm specifying that I, I want to use Textract. Uh, we are currently only in US East 1, and so you need to specify the region. Let me just make sure the kernel is uh, connected. Uh, so, using Textract here, and then uh, this is the flow definition that I just created. Um, this is just helping with printing. And this is the document that we'll actually be extracting data from. So, we'll be extracting the full name, the phone number, the home address, and the mailing address. And then, so in here, we're calling Textract's Analyze Document API. Uh, we're specifying a, a document, so I'm specifying an S3 object. There's a bucket and a name here. And then, I'm specifying what we call the human loop config. So we specify the flow definition ARN that I created earlier, and then a unique name for the human loop. And so if I execute that, it'll call the Textract API, and it'll output the results of Textract, where all the key value pairs are, where all the words are, where all the lines are. I'm just going to skip to the bottom of this. And at the end of this response, um, there's going to be a section on the human loop activation output. And so this will tell me that here that it was activated because the conditions were evaluated to true, and that's why a human needs to review this document. And then it'll give me a human loop ARN that uh, will show me where the actual output of this document is going to live. And then I'm going to jump over to the worker portal where this task should now be here. 
um, I'm gonna click start working. And so the documents that I showed you earlier should be here. And then on the left-hand side are the instructions that we created as part of the console. And then on the right-hand side are the key-value pairs that we want to review. Um, as you can see here, if I select any one of the key-value pairs, we'll actually highlight the actual bo uh, bounding boxes that TechStrack found around this, making this a lot easier for workers to be able to get this work done. Uh, in this case here, I'm gonna just kind of look through all of these. It actually looks like um, TechStrack got all, all of these right. Um, in this case, uh, you know, you could do something like have each worker add you know, an area code to the phone number, for example, if you wanted to change it in some way. Um, and then I, I'll hit Submit. Now what's gonna happen is a is now gonna publish this to S3. Um, it'll then publish a CloudWatch event to let you know that this uh, human loop is complete. And you can listen for that event to go find the, uh, the output in S3. All right, I'm gonna jump back to you. I'm gonna kind of skip through some of these slides since we did do the demo of what this looked like. Uh, let's talk about what things look like with Amazon recognition. So Amazon recognition is our uh, image recognition um, service. We integrated with the detect moderation labels API, which is for content moderation. And so you can detect if you know, there, there is um, violence or gore or nudity or anything in, in your images and videos. Uh, so there are three ways to trigger this. The first one is a single confidence score across all of the labels that are returned from uh, recognition. Or you can have a confidence per label. So if you want to just check one label, for example, you can do that there. And then finally, uh, you can use random sample as well and send X percentage of traffic to humans. And this is what the pre-built UI will look like for image moderation. Um, it's very similar uh, to kind of the TechStrict interface. In this case, we have an image here where you can specify whether it's safe or unsafe content. And then finally, uh, you can use Amazon A2I with any ML model. So you can integrate with kind of your service, uh, with SageMaker, with your own EC2 service if you wanted to, and plug in uh, to do your inference there. And just kind of a recap some of the benefits of A2I. Uh, A2I is a fully managed service. It automatically handles routing traffic to humans for review giving them a, a UI to, for them to be able to review. Uh, it increases accuracy and lowers costs. Um, by only sending a percentage of your images or documents to workers, it reduces the amount of time they need to spend. And it, we help build, make the tools so it's really easy for reviewers to be able to get through documents quickly and effectively. Uh, we have a bunch of pre-built integrations and UI templates. As I said before, we integrated with TextRact and Recognition at Preview. And uh, we also support for custom ML models. And uh, getting started is super easy. Uh, you can just go to uh, aws.amazon.com slash augmentedai and try it out. Uh, there's, only, there's no charge for um, using the service. You're only charged if you actually need a human to review it. And there's a free tier that you can use as part of this. And then I'd love to invite Jolene and Joe uh, to be able to talk about their experience with using A2I. Okay, thanks, Mike. Awesome. Hi, everyone. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Jolene. Uh, and we're from VidMob, and we're going to talk to you a little bit today about how we have implemented uh, A2I. Uh, but before we do that, we thought it might be helpful just to introduce ourselves and tell you a little bit about what we do and what the use case was for this for us. So at VidMob, what we do is we work with the world's biggest brands, and we really try to help them understand what are the elements that are driving their creative success and help them to optimize their creative so that they can improve success going forward. 
So here's a quick video that will summarize this better than I do. Let's play the video. Everyone knows that creative is the number one reason why advertising campaigns succeed or fail. So how do you know if you're running the right creative, telling the right story to the right audience on the right platform? And what can you do if you're not? We built a platform that'll tell you. Meet VidMob. We provide the tools to unlock the creative data behind your ads so you can understand why things work and how to make them better. And we make them better for you. As official creative partners of every major digital advertising channel, our platform, the Agile Creative Studio, makes it possible to do what marketers have always wanted to do, measure and understand creative effectiveness. A global network of digital creative experts utilize an entirely new form of data to create high-performance ads in days at costs that scale. When a technology platform empowers you to use data to improve creative before and during a campaign, the impact on your marketing ROI can be staggering. VidMob is the only company in the world that brings data and human creativity together in one place to transform marketing. The creative process has evolved. Awesome. So this is our second year at reInvent. Um, last year we came to reInvent, we had spent the past uh, six months or so uh, building what we now call the Agile Creative Studio that was really built on top of um, Amazon Recognition and Amazon Transcribe. And as you just saw, what that allowed us to do was really to identify almost every element in a creative uh, that was impactful so that we could make recommendations on the people to show, the sentiments to show, the activities, the backgrounds, the backdrops, et cetera. Um, and since last year, since we spoke last year, we've analyzed about 450,000 ads, uh, which is about 22 million frames. Uh, we've worked with 250 brands, um, and we've processed about 400 million tags. Right? And when we do this type of creative optimization, right, identifying the elements that drive success and really dialing those up more, what we see is tremendous creative performance. So over the course of all of the ads we've optimized, we see about a lift of, on average about 150% in marketers' KPI of interest. But even with this, despite all of this data, we felt like that there were some things that are, were harder to scale. So when you think about an ad, there's lots of other things happening beyond just the language or the visual elements in an ad. There are things like, do you lead with an emotional benefit versus a functional benefit? Do you show a tutorial? Uh, do you start with a problem or a solution? Uh, do you show a key benefit? And for these type of variables, we just couldn't capture them with the existing machine learning that was out there. Um, and we thought this was a perfect uh, opportunity to be able to really uh, use human in the loop a little bit more. So I know all of you in this room, if you came here at seven o'clock to listen to this talk, you're probably already familiar with what human in the loop is, but we really see it as that ultimate interaction between people and machines to build models that are things that right now machines alone can't capture. And A2I gave us the perfect way to really be able to scale this a little bit more. So, where we were a few weeks ago when we started the process with A2I is we had already built our own pool 
of creative evaluators, people who we had trained up to recognize these attributes in advertising. Um, we had already uh, built, uh, we we'd already identified those dimensions that we had wanted to capture, right? We knew those things that were important. And our team sitting in front, um, who can give a wave, uh, they had already begun creating models. But our challenge was that, we, as we mentioned before, we have all of this data and we have all of these clients and brands and we needed to be able to scale this at a rate of uh, 1.5 terabytes. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit about how we scaled this process. The amazing thing was, and we've went through these numbers so many times because it feels ridiculous to say two weeks, but in less than two weeks, uh, our team of software engineers, uh, some of who are here as well, um, and our team of data scientists were able to get Amazon A2I up and running. So here's a little bit about what we did. What we, our experiment was we wanted to build a model to determine whether an ad was fit for Snapchat or not. So there was elements within there we wanted to capture, duration, branding, messaging, key visuals. So previously we had processed about 500,000 videos. Uh, we had identified the gaps in the tags. Um, we had built this highly, uh, already built this uh, highly trained pool of evaluators. Uh, we had already built proprietary scores and models to assess this. Uh, so where we really were in this two weeks was step number four, using Amazon A2I to streamline our process with human coders uh, so that we could more accurately score this uh, in the models we were developing. So I'm going to pass it over to Joe now, who's going to talk a little bit about the workflow and implementation. Joe? Okay. So thank you, Jolene. To start with, we set up our... Um, workforce of highly trained evaluators uh, within the Ground Truth private workforce. Um, there we set up our private team and we added the workers uh, by their email address. Um, one key thing here that we noted is the, the ARN of the workforce, which we then use later on in the process. Next, we ran all of our code through a SageMaker notebook. And we did this as an easy way to get up and running on the A2I API and be able to use our own model uh, with that. Uh, however, going forward, we would be breaking out the functionality and pieces of the um, A2I invocations with our, within our own um, real-time uh, video processing pipeline. Once we had our SageMaker notebook up and running, we ran a, a large sample of ads that had run across Snapchat and ran those through our models. And then from there, we took the, a 10% sample that the models had a fairly low confidence on the prediction. Once we had the ads to send to ATI, we set up a few of the shared resources um, through the ATI API, the first being the task UI, which we brought our own um, HTML template to. And then um, the other part of that is the flow definition, which defines how A2I interacts with the tasks. And then from there, we, we were able to invoke A2I on each of the ads that we wanted to evaluate. So this code snippet here goes um, and calls the create human task UI. Uh, function that we're passing in a name for the template as well as the actual HTML to the template. And this is, uses the same templating language that uh, Ground Truth does as well. 
Next, we have the flow definition um, with all of the pieces that you saw in the, the UI now kind of going through that from the API perspective. And there are a number of pieces to that that we needed, uh, one of them being the, the role that the um, coder tasks kind of operate as. That's the human loop, human loop role ARN. Next, we have the work team ARN from when we set up our, our own internal team um, as. The, the next piece is the task count. We used a task count of three, and what that means is it passed each task to three evaluators. From there, we can then consolidate the results into a single uh, response. And the last piece here is the output path, which is the S3 location where the, the results are posted to from A to I. The last piece here, now that we had everything set up, is to actually invoke A2I with those samples passing in the S3 location to the video that the evaluators are evaluating, and then calling the start human loop with the task definition we just created and the input to that. Once those tasks are submitted to A2I, the human evaluators would see this, uh, the tasks being available in their queue, and they would start going through them. This is the UI that we had for them to evaluate, where they could watch the video and then um, submit their responses to it. Lastly, once the, re the evaluations have completed, those get posted into the S3 bucket as a JSON document, and here we have the answers that the, the, uh, the coders responded with. In, the, in our case, we used a task count of three in the flow definition, so in our human answers array, we would get three responses, which we would then consolidate down into one. Lastly, we would take all of the responses that we got back, combine it with the original training data, and retrain our model on uh, the new results. So just in terms of the, the value and the impact um, of this, what we saw is that it really gave us three primary things uh, that we were able to do. Right? We were able to scale our creative evaluators a little bit more. We had already had models developed, right? So we were more able to more quickly and efficiently deploy these models. Um, and it allowed for this seamless workflow between our creative evaluators and our data scientists. We think about this in terms of numbers. Uh, our model assessed originally 2,846 videos on how well they performed, uh, how well they complied with Snapchat best practices. Uh, with Amazon A2I, we uh, only had to send 246 videos to our creative evaluators, so about 10% of our original sample. And with this resulted in, and this is important to us, right, because we're a startup, so controlling our costs is still one of those things that really matters, uh, we were able to develop a process that was 90% more efficient. We saved time and we saved money in terms of the evaluators that we need to pay. And we were able to do all of this in just about uh, two weeks. Um, so with that, we, we're going to pass it back over to the Amazon team. Thank you for your time and attention. We'd love to talk more about this. We've got some people here who can definitely add more detail. Uh, thank you, and I'll pass it back to you. Cool. Um, thanks, Jolene. That was very helpful um, to really hear your use case and see how A2I is helping you guys. Um, we have a number of uh, related breakout sessions if you want to learn more about Amazon Augmented AI or how you can generally use uh, human-in-the-loop workflows. Uh, we have a bunch of sessions diving deep into A2I as a service. 
we have uh, some sessions focused on the document extraction or large document, large scale document processing kind of use cases. And um, the last one over there is uh, focused on media and entertainment vertical and how you can use human in the loop workflows for um, media and entertainment processing and all the different use cases that come along with that industry. Um, with that, we would like to open up for any uh, questions that you guys might have, and I would request my colleagues to come up and answer any of the questions that we have over here. Cool. Um, that's a so the question is like uh, how does Amazon generally kind of go and look at these vendors? We have a, a very specific teams uh, that is very focused on sourcing and approving these vendors. We have a very uh, detailed quality and security guideline process. Um, you have to be listed on the AWS marketplace. Uh, you should be following all the guidelines that AWS marketplace um, has along with it, um, and then. Uh, like only then you are listed as a vendor on uh, the A2I platform or AWS Marketplace in general. Um, overall, Mike, anything to there's, add to that? Uh, there's documentation on our website as well, and I'm happy to meet with you afterwards about how we can make that happen. Thanks for the question. Yep, so this is available in the AWS SDK, so any language that the AWS SDK supports, you can use this in. So, sorry. <laughs> uh, so um, we discussed, um, uh, and I think Mike showed as well. So A2I takes uh, S3 object as an input. Uh, so wherever your data is stored, like you can just pass in the S3 URL. Um, once the human review is completed, the data is stored back again in your S3 bucket. Um, and you are also sent a CloudWatch event that the uh, human review has been completed. So you can listen to that event and then take all the necessary downstream actions you want to take uh, from that and store it in any database or any of the other service that you want to take as a downstream action. Uh, sorry, Mike, anything no, to no. add to that? Thank you for the question. Um, Cool. Uh, so uh, SageMaker Ground Truth, for those who don't know, is a, um, another service from Amazon. Um, it's uh, very focused on helping customers build highly accurate uh, data sets for training their models. And it's very focused on converting unstructured data into the structured data that you can use to uh, train your machine learning models. Getting the training data set is uh, what we have heard from customers and seen as the first step in the customer's ML journey. Once that first step is done, customers want to put that model into production. The third step is once that model is in production, you want to make sure that the low confidence results from that model in the production have a human augmentation and there's a human backstop. And that's where A2I really comes in. Um, 
also like both um, both the service has have like different features focused on uh, different use cases for the service with SageMaker, Ground Truth, you also get the trained model that you can just directly deploy on uh, SageMaker. You also have the option of using auto-labeling. And with A2I, you get the response immediately in real time, whether human review was invoked or not. Um, so does that kind of answer the question? Awesome. Any other questions? Any questions for the Vidmob team? Cool. Um, thanks a lot for uh, taking our time. Um, I know it's late at night. Uh, uh, so really appreciate you guys joining us for this uh, session. And uh, we request you to complete the um, session survey in the mobile app. Really appreciate that. Uh, we will be over here in case you have any other questions as well. Thank you. We also have free t-shirts that we brought and in the back. So uh, Sam over there can help you find a t-shirt if you'd like a t-shirt. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Mike.